sad to me that women feel the need to change themselves to suit a man, if that makes sense. Hello and welcome to the Feminine As Fuck podcast. I am your host, Monica Yates, the period whisperer, a trauma healer, and an embodiment coach for both men and women. Well, obviously periods just for women. I am a double Sagittarius, a rising Gemini, an Enneagram 8, and a generator. I know, it's a lot, I'm here for it. I help women to get into their magnetic as fuck feminine energy and for men to feel ecstasy and intimacy. In these episodes, I love to talk about things that people are thinking but too afraid to say, as well as educating you on everything that I know in this brain, body, and soul of mine. You can find all the ways to work with me on my website. And with that, let's jump into today's episode. Oh my fuck, you guys. Can we believe that it's November 15th? Because I can't. Like, where the fuck is this year gone? I don't even know. It's actually mental, kind of trippy, and I'm like... But I'm also not complaining because I love Christmas. It's my favorite time of the year. And to be in New York for Christmas is just like, oh, it's so magical. I was saying to my photographer the other week that like my one of my favorite things to do in New York at Christmas time, like during the week, or just like any fucking day at any time at nighttime is literally to just walk around the city and see the decorations. Like when I was living here in 2019, feels like a lifetime ago but it was like literally like two years ago um so much has happened since then when I was living here in 2019 that's what I would do I would just walk around the city at nighttime by myself a cup of tea in hand or whatever and I would go to Macy's and I would go to Bloomingdale's and I would just be looking at all the decorations like I just had the best time like that was they were my ideal plans like go to the Rockefeller Center watch people go ice skating like it was just, it's so magical. It just, there is so much abundance at Christmas time in New York city. So I am very, very excited for it. And obviously this time I get to bring my little chickens with me. So they'll be in their pram, which is a stroller for Americans. Um, if you haven't seen it on my Instagram, I had to buy a stroller for them because they are so difficult to walk. Like trying to imagine trying to walk two toddlers. All they want to do is play. They just want to bite each other. They want to play around like it's just very difficult and then try and tie the fact that like it's New York City so there's people like trampling them and then try and add the fact that like I'm trying to run errands and go shopping so then I have like bags in my hand like it's just actually physically impossible um and I don't want to have to leave them at home plus it's a massive waste of my time to have to walk them for an hour then come home leave them and then go run errands I prefer to do two at one so um I now bought a pram for them so they can sit in the pram have fucking fun, come on an adventure with me, smell things and do whatever they want to do. But it's easier. And also with wintertime, Jelly doesn't Jelly loves the snow because he loves to bounce around in it like it's playtime, but he doesn't like the colds, which is unlike me. So he will like, I mean, no one likes to freeze, do they? And the problem is that he freezes because he's so tiny as well um, in winter. So he like won't really walk. <laughs> it's really annoying. Anyway, so now I can just put them in the pram and then it's just easy capizzi. So now I will be strolling the streets of New York City, looking at all the Christmas decorations with my children in a pram, like MELF vibes. Anyway, so that's the intro, lol. Today's episode, we are talking about something super important. And this is a great episode for both men and women. This is about how understanding the opposite sex is going to get you further in your career. Now, 
all this really is is about understanding the opposite sex but how it's going to get you further in your career is really about the communication and about just understanding our different biological needs habits desires programming blah 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 now thank god you guys know me well enough so i don't have to do like some big i'm not saying that blah 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 stuff but obviously i'm not saying that like i'm not saying that like you know what I don't like? I don't even know what I'm trying to say, but what I don't like is like when women are like, oh, men really need to learn how to communicate with us. I'm like, I literally, my hairdresser said it to me the other day and I was like, or we need to learn how to communicate with them. Like it's both. I don't like it when women are like, men need to understand women or men need to learn to communicate with women. I'm like, yes. And you need to learn how to communicate with men. Cause I can tell you right now, you don't know how to communicate with men. So this is not a women need to communicate with men in the workplace better episode this is we both need to learn how to communicate with each other better so that we can have better outcomes individually as well as company-wide so firstly let's talk about feminine women so women that are trying to be like men will probably be offended if you as a man don't talk to them like men. So like, this is going to be really confusing with like double negatives. So let's say for example, a feminine woman, no, what I'm trying to say, fuck, let me just start this again. Rewind. Okay. So feminine women, if you have a feminine woman in the workplace, it's not trying to be like a man. She will appreciate if you kind of like re-explain yourself in a way that she will understand if you have a masculine woman that's trying to be like a man in a workplace, if you change your communication to talk like If you change your communication to like help her understand because she's a woman, she will take that as a threat of like you're a misogynist. So I want to just preface for the men because I know that you guys get stressed about this stuff because it's like, I don't want to be slapped with a label and I, I don't understand it, but I empathize with it because I'm not a man. So I can't understand it, but I can only imagine the stress that it would cause you guys. So especially when it's like unintentional. So what I'm saying in today's episode is for feminine women in the workplace. Okay. Now, if you're like, well, how the fuck do I know if she's feminine or masculine? That's a really good question. I would be going off the clothes that she wears and I would be going off whether she seems quite warm, open and like receives your help. So if you open a door and she's like, thank you. There you go. If you are like, hey, can I help you with that? And she's like, I would love that. Thank you. There you go. If you have a woman that's like, I can open my own door. I can do it myself, blah, blah, blah. This might not go down as well. So obviously just disclaimer, be careful. I hate that I have to say this. Anyway. So for those softer women that enjoy being women, feeling safe by the men in the workplace will actually allow the females to flourish. Like if a woman is constantly feeling on edge because she's worried about men being quote unquote mean to her, it won't create a supportive environment. And often when men are being quote unquote mean, they're just being direct. And this is the first thing I want to mention. So men are direct which I fucking love, men are direct, but a lot of women can take this as a personal attack or them, or like the guy being mean. Now, the reason why this is the case is because we have a deeper fear of rejection biologically, because as I mentioned before in other episodes, because women actually need each other in order to feel safe, in order to be safe. 
women are, I mean, everyone is safer in the masses, but women especially, we are not hunters by nature. We are gatherers and we need a community in order to feel safe. I don't care what your fucking stance on, stance is on feminine and masculine. This is just science. Like, look it up. It's just science. Our biology as a woman is that we are more sensitive. We also have a fuckload more estrogen than you guys. So by nature, we are more sensitive. And as a result, we then will take things a little bit more personally. Things will sting a little bit more for us because of the amount of estrogen that we have and because we are more emotional beings, all for good reason. So firstly, if you are a man talking to a woman, I would really just try and think, soften the blow, fluff it up. Literally think if you're a man, think of the words, how can I fluff this up? How can I come across softer, warmer, and more empathetic? Because we will receive that better. As soon as we feel attacked as a woman, we shut down. Our nervous systems shut down. And this is for most people across the board, but men's nervous systems are different to us. They can actually handle a lot more stress than we can. So they can be a little bit more like put on the spot and and feel a bit more of a sting before their nervous systems shut down and they tap out. A woman will just tap out and she won't, she won't even register anything that you're saying because she like literally cannot hear it because our body has sent out these like alarms of like not feeling safe, like fear of rejection, which means fear of death. Like if a woman is left alone in the fucking like bushes, like in the caveman days, she has a much higher chance of dying than a man does. I'm not going to go into it too much, although I guess I can, but essentially the reason is just because Men, the way that your hormonal profile is, the way that your nervous system is, you guys are the hunters, right? You guys can run for a lot longer before you guys burn out. You're, you can go under a lot more stress before you hit burnout. Women are not the same. Why? We have a cycle. Our bodies and our hormones are made to create humans, to create a life. And as a result of it, our nervous systems are a lot more sensitive. That's why we will start crying more easily. We will burn out faster. We will have mental breakdowns, quote unquote, where we just like start fucking crying because it all feels overwhelming and too much. Men, that will take you guys longer to get to. It's a different hormonal profile. It is a different biology and we have, we have different nervous systems. And that is a beautiful thing. You guys are wired to do things that we can't do. And we are wired to do things that you guys can't do. Or we're better at doing things that you, than you guys. And you guys are better at doing other things than we are. That's why we're stronger together. We are stronger together because it's that yin and yang. We literally fit together perfectly, right? Um, and that's a beautiful, beautiful thing. And even when you're thinking about, like, when we're thinking about um, even same-sex relationships, they need polarity. They have to have one that's the masculine, one that's the feminine, because they fit together better that way. There is, like, that balance and that harmony when you have, the like, the opposites, for want of a better word. Okay? So first thing is for men and women is that, if you are trying to create a more supportive environment for women is I would really try and fluff things up as a man. Okay. Um, and uh, you can still be direct to other guys. That's fine. And then for women towards men is that you need to be more direct. As soon as you fluff shit up, they, they just start getting stressed because they're like, where's the problem or where's the answer? Where's the problem? Where's the answer? All their brain is looking for is where is the problem or where's the answer? Where's the problem? Where's the answer? 
They need direct. As my dad says, we want the news, not the weather. So give them the news, not the weather. Even if that means you have to say, I have a little bit of a story, but I'm going to get to the point. Just let me give the story. Just relax. And then I'll tell you when the point's coming up. Then they'll be like, okay. And they kind of know what to expect, right? But men do not like sitting there and not knowing what the fuck is happening. Their brains are wired to fix problems. So when you're talking to them, if they think there's a problem, they're going to be looking for the problem. So you need to tell them if there's no problem. If it's just story time, tell them it's just story time. Like literally, if I want to give story time to a dude, I'm going to be like, I have a story. Do you have time to hear it? Like I'll literally tell them it's story time. There's no problem. Nothing you have to fix. There's no really point of the story, but I just want to tell you what happened this weekend. Or I just want to tell you a story. And then I will tell them the story if that makes sense. So just make it very clear of kind of like the intention and the direction that things are going because it will definitely help. Um, Now, uh, what's the next thing? Okay, so the next thing is that there are differences in the way that we talk. So we, when I say we, I mean men and women, right? We can perceive things totally different to the way that someone might intend for them. I've heard so many times where a dude will say something and I will like literally interpret it the other way. Even I met this random guy in Miami, like in the fucking ocean, lol, the way that I meet people sometimes in the ocean. And then we were talking and Sarah and I were having dinner. And then I said that we could meet later after dinner. And then he was like, oh, there's a drama going on at my hotel. Like, I'll tell you about it later. And I thought that he meant later, like back in New York, because he lives in New York. I thought it was like later meant back in New York, but he meant like, oh yeah, I'll meet. He liked my comment. And I mean, what the fuck does a like mean? Like, it just means like, oh, I don't know what a like means, like whatever. But there was no clear communication of like, yes, I will meet you later after dinner. I have to deal with this drama at the hotel or whatever. It was just like, I thought when he said, I'll tell you later, that it meant, um, I'll tell you in New York kind of thing. Like, and I would say he probably seems like maybe needs a bit of a lack of communicate, like a lack of communication on his end and lack of clarity. But it's happened a couple of times where dudes will like not be very clear about something or they will, in, they not, not even, I don't want to say it's a dude's fault, but what will happen is they will think that what they've said means ABC and I will see it as something totally different. And then there's this big communicate, big miscommunication. But according to me, I've, understood it and according to him he's understood it so something that can be actually really good to say is just like to make sure we're on the same page can you just like tell me what's what you picked up from what I've said and I'll just make sure that we're on the same page like you literally could just get the person to like repeat back the plan of action or whatever so that you can both make sure that you're on the same page I sometimes even do this with like my personal assistant I'm like okay so now you repeat back to me what the plan is or like what you've heard me say because that way it's just like a really great way to ensure that the other person has heard what you've said because even sometimes woman to woman we mistake things or man to man we mistake things so but definitely for a woman to a man it is much more likely for a miscommunication to happen than woman to woman or man to man just because that we have we have totally different ways of um of understanding things and that's totally okay also women can perceive things totally different with tone we are very very responsive to tone and a subtle tone can make us feel safe or unsafe so men are more direct which i said is great i love it but to a woman sometimes that directness and if the tone is short can come across as they've done something wrong it can create a bit of a feeling of unsafety but if a man says it a little more slowly and softly 
and just has some more empathy in his voice, for example, it can then create the feeling for a woman of I'm looked after by this man rather than just like I'm not good enough for this man or I'm making a mistake or I'm blah, 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 if that makes sense. Um, and this can obviously, all this can also go to your personal relationships too. So sometimes like a tone of voice is really good. And I've, I've seen these memes on Instagram. Some of you guys might've seen these, like, I don't know if they're memes or just like Instagram posts or whatever, where it will be like a woman writing an email and then backspacing it all and then making it sound like a man and deleting all of like the sorries or like the have a nice day or whatever. And they'll just make it like John comma, this was a mistake. You need to redo it. Full stop. Regards jackie or whatever um and and their first email was like hey john hope you're having a lovely day thanks for reviewing this they fluffed it up a little bit and it's sad to me that women feel the need to change themselves to suit a man if that makes sense like you don't need to change yourself to suit a man it's more about understanding so if i'm sending a message to a man i won't spend my time fluffing up an email but i'm still going to be like hey john uh, read this. Thank you. Few mistakes. X, Y, and Z. Thanks, Monica. But I'm not going to try and make myself sound like a man. So this is about like each of us. So like men having to meet us in the middle and we women having to meet men in the middle, if that makes sense. Men don't need to become women. Women don't need to become men. It's about us understanding each other and meeting us in, in the middle, if that makes sense. And appreciating, like a man can learn to appreciate these messages, these emails that they get from the female colleagues of like, hope you had a nice day. Hey, like have a lovely weekend. That can be a beautiful part of his day. And he can learn to appreciate that just like women can learn to appreciate the directness of men. Um, so I just want to say that, but if there is something that's like kind of serious, I would, if you were a man, send a voice message or jump on the phone. So there is some tone of voice rather than a very blunt, direct email, because that definitely can be interpreted the wrong way. And if you're trying to, especially if you're not meaning it in a mean way, but it could be interpreted like that, um, I would phone a voice message because you obviously don't want a colleague, a female colleague to feel like she feels a bit uneasy or unsafe, especially if that's not needed. Do you know what I mean? Like if you're literally like meaning no harm by your message, but you're just like telling her of an error or something, but like nothing she's done wrong, blah, blah, blah. Maybe sending her a voice message would just mean that she definitely does not feel a bit like, oh my God, am I in trouble the next time she comes into the office? Just a thought. Okay. Um, the next thing to also know is what drives the opposite sex. So, so men are driven by purpose, power, leadership, um, direction, discernment, doing, achieving, blah, blah, blah. Women are driven by intimacy, connection, attention, um, communication, uh, validation. Um, I said intimacy, like warmth, and we're still driven by passion and desire, right? But we are, and, and our masculine side of us obviously has, feels yummy when we take things off the list, a thousand percent, not denying that at all. Like we all have that masculine side within us. So it feels good when we have direction and discernment and leadership and X, Y, and Z. But when it, when it comes to like the heart space driving force, men in their heart are driven by purpose, leadership, discernment, direction, blah, blah. Women are driven by love, intimacy, connection, attention, um, warmth, blah, blah, blah. Yes, we still have a need for like leadership. We still love that X, Y, and Z. I'm just saying like from biological perspective. So 
this is just how we are wired biologically. Let's work with it, right? The feminine is going to feel more supported. And this goes for also the feminine in a man. The feminine, I'm now talking about feminine masculine. The feminine is going to feel more supported if they can have more time with their children, their family, if like aesthetics are taken into consideration at the office, if they can get sunlight on their skin, if they can have connection with work drinks, the masculine will feel supported by having clear goals, having direction, having leadership tasks that are given. So what this then means is we actually both need this. So for the men in the office, them still being able to have time with their children is going to make their feminine side, even though it's a small proportion, their feminine side feel really supported. And obviously having the clear goals, direction, X, Y, and Z, that then they're going to feel fully supported, right? Think of that for a man. They're going to feel 100% supported if their masculine has been achieved and they're feminine. Now for women, they're also going to feel 100% supported if they get to have plenty of time with their children and there's work drinks and there's like yoga classes in the studio or something or other. And there's like aesthetics taken into consideration with the office design. And they also have the chance to have clear goals, direction, discernment, leadership tasks, S, Y, and Z. They're just on a different like ratio. Like men might have like 80% masculine, 20% family. Women might have 80% feminine, 20% um, masculine, if that makes sense. So everyone is obviously different, but by being able to support both of those sides of people, it is going to make people feel more supported and well-rounded at work. Okay. Um, And obviously, depending on our individual needs and, and, and the current stage of life that we are in will influence how much of that we need or want. So a 23-year-old woman might only need 50% of her time, let's say, for like the feminine stuff. And then the other 50% of her time would be the masculine stuff. But then you've got maybe like a 37-year-old woman that wants, you know, lots of their feminine energy and a smaller amount of masculine energy in the workplace. Then you might have a man who when is 28, it's like no fucking feminine needed or masculine. And then you might have a man that's 35 and actually want to be able to have 20% feminine and 30% masculine. Uh, the hormonal profile has a really large, uh, a large is, is a large factor in this. So as men get older, their testosterone decreases, their estrogen increases and women it's vice versa. So as men get older, they want to spend more time and they care more and they have more Uh, appreciation for those feminine kind of qualities and those feminine energies like intimacy connection work drinks you know aesthetics around the office family time blah 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 um they have a lot more of that compared to when they were younger because their testosterone is also decreased and for women it is a little bit um vice versa so just factoring that in can also be a really good thing and this is just about knowing your co-workers knowing your co-workers is obviously going to help you to them and for them to obviously also feel like they are supported and looked forward and um, looked after and there's just going to be a better dynamic in the workplace because it's like I am looking after your needs I care about your needs and I care about your communication and, and x y and z and again it's that meeting in the middle and at the end of the day if you want to progress in any area of your life whether it's partners whether it's relationships whether it's career you understanding how to communicate better with somebody and different communication styles, different personality types, like you just understanding human behavior is going to get you there. Um, 
everyone has different ways of behaving. We all have different personality types. And so just being aware of that and just knowing how to engage with different personality types is amazing um, within itself. So last thing I will um, mention to you is men, if you understand women, you will know what she's meaning when she's communicating with you and you'll also be able to communicate better with her in meetings and vice versa. So if you understand men, you're going to do a better job at communicating and understanding what he means um, in meetings and in the boardroom and in the office and X, Y, and Z. And it's going to help you to actually be able to kind of unpack things a little bit better for yourself. So for example, you're not taking things, you're not taking him being direct as him saying you did something wrong. Does that make sense? And obviously there's a component of like your healing stuff around like rejection and abandonment and like fear of not being good enough or fear of being that you're stupid or like whatever fears that you have from your childhood. That's obviously a big component that's playing into this. Um, but the end all be all like the, like the main point that I'm trying to make is that men knowing how to communicate with a female coworker is going to give you better results as a businessman. It's going to increase motivation. It's going to increase rapport. It's going to increase, um, uh, the results that she gets, therefore money, income, blah, 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 for the business. It's going to help with, um, workplace environment and then vice versa. So women knowing how to communicate with a male coworker is going to give you better results as a businesswoman. It's also going to keep your fucking nervous system a little bit calmer. Um, and it's going to help your business and your life in general, because don't forget that like your business and your life is so your, your career and your life is so interconnected. Um, that when things are getting stressful in your business and that can just be a perceived stress, then you can take that on into your personal life and vice versa. So this kind of all honestly relates to each other, um, in terms of your business and your personal life and your personal life in your business. So just having greater awareness and understanding about the difference differences in communication between men and women are really going to change the game for you. So I hope that this kind of helped um, in understanding some of the differences between men and women in the way that they communicate. Um, And in terms of the way that they do things, I will mention as a last kind of finishing off note is that men are more logical and systematic by nature. And women are more flow by nature and do what feels good. So what that might mean is that the men in the office want to have everything planned out to a T and to a woman that can feel very draining and stressful. But then vice versa is that if a woman just wants everything to be in flow to a man that can feel draining and stressful and to some personality types and people and X, Y, and Z, like not trying to put everybody in a box, but I'm just like generalizing. Um, so wouldn't it be beautiful if we let women do the kind of inflow stuff or give their inflow input of like, actually guys, I'm feeling like today we need to do X for the business and men being like, cool, I trust what she's feeling, her intuition, her judgment. And then wouldn't it be beautiful if, um, we kind of let men do all of that logical stuff that we felt about and we did our flow stuff and we didn't mean that we were like less than for not being able to do the logical stuff. We just didn't make it mean anything. It was just men are really good at doing the logical stuff. I'm good at being in flow. The end. Good night. Goodbye. Like, wouldn't that be, wouldn't that be refreshing? 
oh, wouldn't that be freeing? Anyway, I'm going to leave it there, guys. So if you haven't already joined the man, I would recommend doing so. I don't know when I'm going to run it again. The next time that I do run it, though, it will be uh, $5,000 instead or just under instead of 2000 500, which is what it is now. So I would jump on it if you feel that urge to, and if you think that it would be a good decision for you, obviously send me any questions and I'm happy to send you a voice message back via DMs. And then do not forget ladies that Be Love and Not A Mother is open for enrollment right now. And like, I, I can't even put this program into, you know, a couple, a couple of sentences. It's just like, it speaks for itself. Go check out the webpage, join it and learn a fuckload about men and literally get ready for your mind to be blown and for your life to completely change for the better.